Good morning. After morning. Good after morning. Welcome into twitch.tv forward slash Scrumples here. As you can see, with a button that I haven't pressed on screen for months, my name is Green D, and I'm joined by the man that we call Bibi. Good after morning. Good after morning. Good morning. Everyone in the chat, how are you all doing? Welcome in. It's been a while. It's been a while. A long old while. It's been a while. I said last night when I chatted on the stream, like I mentioned the fact that this will be our first studio broadcast that's not like a rumble or something like that. In, it must be about a month and a half yeah. now, nearly two months. And now it's going to be another two weeks after today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, welcome in uh, to a Twitch.tv forward slash Ice Cream Plus. My name is Graham Day. As you can see on the screen, I am joined by the man that we call Bibby, and we are Ice Cream Plus. And in true ice creamy fashion, this is the scoop, the UK's number one video game podcast. If we do say so ourselves, we are live right now at ten a.m. Yeah, three o'clock. Yeah. Ish. We are live at 10 a.m. ish, where we go live each and every single weekday, usually on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream plus. So if you're in the stream, please do feel free to get involved. We will bring you the biggest, the best, and the breaking stories from the world of video games. We'll give you our thoughts and impressions on those stories, and we want to hear your thoughts and impressions on those stories, and then your thoughts and impressions on our thoughts and impressions. That's kind of how the whole thing works. So please, please do feel free to get involved. And it's important that you do because we are live on Twitch at 10 a.m.-ish. Mm. Uh, but the live stream gets turned into a podcast, a video on YouTube and an audio podcast on iTunes and Spotify and SoundCloud and Google Play. There is lots of places where usually we'd say over 130,000 people have listened and watched mm -hmm. this podcast on demand, but it's not 130,000 people anymore. No. It's, it's a bit more than that, isn't it, babe? Numbers have been crunched. <gasps> give, us, give us an update. Do you want to say it? It's got, it, starts, it starts with a walk. So we're still, we're still in that ballpark. Where park. one person has listened. <laughs> on demand. Go on, go on. You crunch the numbers. One. Five. Five. Nice. <laughs> 155,000 people have watched and listened to this podcast on demand, which is ridiculous. So please, if you are in the chat, feel free to get involved on behalf of the people that do listen to the podcast. I think 90% of those listeners are, are gaming Nacho Mind. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But it's fine. Hey, it's real life influencers now. <laughs> I need to know, Nacho, how are you getting on with the stick of truth? Now, obviously, I put my I put my ass on the line on Monday when we did the last episode of the scoop together, and I said it what it it genuinely is like my top five games of all time. Fantastic, amazing, literally dedicated a full fifteen minute segment to it, and then Nacho went away and uh, bought the game. I don't know whether or not he's played it yet, and I also don't know whether or not he likes it. So that could be our relationship <laughs> soured. Fuck this However, shit out now. It's yeah, it's a fantastic game. So I think we're genuinely classed as influencers now, right? Well, you know, hashtag influenced, like well, I said in the Discord. There you go then. Sold, sold. I mean, y you were live on the front page of Twitch playing PGA well, 2K21, the the most viewed Twitch streamer in the world playing that game at that mm -hmm. point in time. And Sorry, Mason. Uh, no, at that point in time, not only were you the most uh, most viewed Twitch streamer in the world at that point in time, but then you were the most twi viewed Twitch streamer ever playing that game it might have been beaten by one or two people I don't know why we're now. We don't care. I don't think so we're still number one nice nice uh, so yeah well, I suppose we've influenced a few people yeah. nice so nice. you stuck around as well thankfully yay <laughs> shout out to Gagad who joined us in that stream and then never left <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's go he's ours now unfortunately though for the rest of the PUBG community we did kind of inflict Gagad on the rest of you so that's kind yeah. of our fault I apologise apologise yikes no joking love you Gagad if you're, still, if you're here if you're not then well don't then whatever mate mm -hmm. um 
So yes, how are we all doing? Let me stroll back up through the chat and see who is here. Uh, JMK was in nice and early. Nice and early. Nice and early. Uh, Lake's here. Oh, hi. Thunderstorm and stream. Let's go. Funny Oof. Asteroid. How are we doing, dude? Um, did we did we send a T-shirt to Funny Asteroid? Yes. Did you get your T-shirt, Funny Asteroid? I think I might have seen you. The reason I say that is because I think I'd seen a message or something. Maybe in the Discord saying that he'd got it. I sent it. I think it was last Tuesday I did. That so. I've got a run to do today. But the last one, I think, before that was last Tuesday because I wanted to get them out before the subathon. Just in case anybody wanted to bring them with them. Yeah, kind of thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Viv, good afternoon, dude. How is the M4 coming along? For those that haven't seen it, by the way, if you play PUBG, which a lot of people do in here because obviously we stream a lot of PUBG, so people tend to watch what they play. Mm. You know, nice, nice. Well, anyway, Viv um, really liked the Autumn M4 skin. There's a white M4 skin in <laughs> PUBG that has, like like the autumnal sort of leaves on it. Uh, and Viv um, is making that and it looks it badass. Looked, it does, it looks Yeah, we raided him yesterday as he was making it. Um, just show a bit of love over to Viv and it looked class. Yeah. Um, so check out new Twitch, who this? Says Nietzsche, which confused me. I was going live and I'm saying to people like, new Twitch? What does he mean? Was he Nietzsche 321 or has he been 123 back to 123 for a while? Oh, was he 321? Yeah, no, he went to, he went to like, it was Nietzsche one. Two three, and then he went to one three two. So I was like, "Oh, you need to change your name." So he changed his name to one three two, but then changed it back. And as far as I was aware, he's been Nietzsche one two three forever. Although he has hit like three hundred summit subs. I don't know. Are you one three two one now? Because you gifted sixteen the other day. Uh, you looked far too much into that. It meant nothing. All right, nice. Fuck's sake! Right on the right on the uh, old rod there. Uh, Thunder, where lake? Send some my way, please. In in Tampa. Okay, yeah. Finland is a little bit far from Blackpool. There's a bit of war in the way. Um, I think Nacho has played it. Not sure if he liked it or not. Oh, I need to know. Ooh. I need to know. We'll drop in and see it a bit. Uh, sup, motherfuckers? 12 in. How we doing, dude? Welcome in. Afternoon. Uh, yes, I need to send a picture to the Discord. Well, phony asteroid, you better, you better get it sorted out. We don't give you T-shirts and stuff to reward you for your support. <laughs> we give you T-shirts so that we can see people talking about our... No, I'm joking. It's all right. No stress. It's all right, mate. Uh, but yes, we have a bunch of stories today. We're going to try and keep the pace up because we have a few things to do today. This is the last time I'm in the office for two weeks because I'm going to be in Germany next week for Gamescom and then off the week after, uh, I think. I'm pretty sure it's the week after I'm off. I need to double check that. So uh, I think I, I've i got a week, uh, Friday, Monday off in two weeks' time. Uh, I, yeah, I've, I think I'm off on that week as well. But uh, I'll confirm. I'll confirm. It might be the week after. I don't know. I'm off at some point in time. Um, it's missing a cap, though. Hint, hint. It can be yours for the low, low price of £17. Yeah, exactly. Just get yourself in the ICU merch well. section on the Discord. You can get yourself signed up for a hat and we'll send you one out. It's easy. Easy. Whenever you want me, you say the word. I'll tell or, you what, if you do it within the next half an hour, I'll post it out for you today. Or just get Neil to do some... TP for his bungho is the great cornholio. That's what that was in the chat yesterday. When he was like, I don't know what that is. I yeah, that was a lot of words that I was just like, so blue screen. The beanbag showdown, which sounds a cool beanbag mm. showdown. You guys wouldn't have seen that, but that was something we did off stream, just a bit of fun to, to uh, you know, have a good time with the people that were here. Um, so we had the beanbag showdown, which we found out that that is actually called cornholing or cornhole or something like that. Cornholing sounds like what, like. 
a glory hole is a cheap thing sexually and a cornhole sounds like a cheaper version of a glory hole mm. anyway Neil knew exactly what a, co- mm. a cornhole was anyway Neil won cornholing and managed to bag a hat for it pro, and he, cor- it, pro cornhole exactly okay. uh, so he gave the hat to Nuka so yeah if you want a hat you can either use the link in the Discord, nice, or just get Neil to go cornholing for you and you get one, nice. Uh, Nacho said the start of the game made him laugh. He hasn't got very far yet enjoying it so far. Though. Let's go. go. That's all you need. Nice, nice. Um, speaking of starting, let's start talking about the news. We are here to talk about our new overlords, the Embracer Group. Um, we are not part of the Embracer Group, but if we were part of the Embracer Group, we'd love the Embracer Group because the Embracer Group owns all the things. And we, okay, nice. Okay, do you know what? I'm, what I'm basically trying to say is the Embracer Group. You may have heard us mention them a few times over the last uh, few years or so. They own things like THQ, uh, Nordic, um, Koch Media, which is now Play On, and a bunch of other stuff. And they now on a bunch more stuff that yeah. will be our first couple of stories that we jump through infinite we'll then talk about cheat. what's that infinite money cheat absolutely yeah uh, then we'll talk about playstation after a bit more infinite money themselves they are potentially going to be launching no pun intended a PC launcher. Ooh. Ooh, well, there's no official word on that. That's just come from a data mine from Spider-Man on PC. We'll then talk about PUBG. Then we'll talk about Iron Man um, having a game a million years ago that got cancelled. And then we'll talk about Dead Island 2's release date. Potentially. All that in the next 25-ish minutes. Nice. Yeah. But nice. We'll so, spend 25 minutes talking about PUBG. Embrace the group's bought more stuff. Okay. Nice. PUBG. PUBG, <laughs> PUBG has things. Let's go. <laughs> okay, this... Here's the first story, though. Written by Lu Hai Liang at The Gamer. It says, Embrace... Oh, are we in the way? Hey, let me move over to the other okay. side of the screen. Let me just... Just gonna... Oh, fuck, I'm going the wrong way. I don't know. I don't know if I am. We're back. Uh, nice. Uh, so, I mean, only I get affected by the gravity, naturally. Because Bibi does it, clearly. I'm top heavy, Graham. I don't move very well. So, uh, Embracer Group is acquiring IP rights to The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. It's a major deal that gives the Embracer Group rights to movies, video games, and much more. <laughs> I thought you were slapping yourself in the face. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, so, okay, starting the article. Embracer Group is in the process of buying the Middle Earth... Words. Okay, start again. Embracer Group is in the process of buying Middle Earth Enterprises. That will give the Swedish conglomerate the intellectual property rights to J.R.R. Tolkien's The Hobbits and The Lord of the Rings. So while the print publication rights to Tolkien's literary works will remain with the heirs and estates of Tolkien and HarperCollins publishers, uh, the acquisition of Middle Earth Enterprises, which is a division of the Sol Zens company will provide Embracer Group. I can't even say that. This is a new Xbox boss. That's twice I fucked up on that one. Yeah. It will it will provide them a host of IP rights. This includes worldwide rights to movies, video games, board games, merchandising, theme parks, and stage productions related to The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings. There's already mention of a possible standalone Gandalf movie. Brackets? Seriously. Mm-hmm. Um... You shall not... Okay, okay. I'm truly excited... This is a quote, by the way. I'm truly excited to have The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, one of the world's most epic fantasy franchises, join the Embracer family, opening up more transmedia opportunities, including synergies across our global group, said Lars Wingerfors, founder and group CEO of Embracer Group. Going forward, we also look forward to collaborating with both uh, both existing and new external licensees of our increasingly stronger IP portfolio, he said. 
Embracer Group has seemingly been buying up video game publishers, uh, publishers and studios left, right, and center. In addition to buying Middle Earth Enterprises, it also announced it's acquiring Killing Floor, Stu- uh, Killing Floor Studio Tripwire Interactive, Limited Run Games, more on that in a second, and Teardown Dev Tuxedo Labs, and more today in deals that are worth, in total, of around $770 million, which wow. sounds like a lot when you... But then you got six nine billion. Boom. But, but still, okay. We'll stop there. We'll stop there. We don't really need to jump into too much because, well, we don't have time. Mm. Look that. Uh, so, Embracer Group is buying up everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've now just bought the Lord of the Rings franchises. Do I jump into the? Now I'll leave limited run bit for now. So I said we'll jump back into that. We do have something else on the limited run yeah. games, which we'll jump into. Is this a big deal or not? What are your thoughts, Bip? I think it's more. I, I think it's a, a bigish deal now. Because it's not that far away that we've got Prime Video. They they they're making a Lord of the Rings series, aren't they? Um, which I don't think is that far away. I'm sh- I'm sure it's either ne- uh, next month or October that that comes out. So I feel like it's probably perfect time for them to I'm be. Pretty able sure to, it's September. Start of September. Yeah. So we've got uh, so they could be printing merchandise and shit like that and be able to get a lot of money for it. Obviously, the the stock at this moment in time for Lord of the Rings. I don't want to say it couldn't be higher, but it's took a massive boost because there's more Lord of the Rings happening. It's like there's a new Game of Thrones series happening sometime soon as well. Yes, isn't that's it? like next week. I didn't realise how close that one is to starting House of Targaryen. Yeah. Um, House of Dragons or something like that. Yeah. So, it, again, it's like the stock of these companies when something starts to go back into the mainstream again, obviously skyrockets. So, it's the perfect time for them to be able to buy it while it's just flying underneath the radar before it all kicks off again. So, it's. I, Listen, the money that they've ended up spending is ridiculous over the last couple of months. Um, but it's all stuff that you can imagine they're probably going to be able to make a tasty profit back I mean, pretty soon. Like, the fact that they have access to... Um, I'm trying to look at where the actual list was. Uh, basically, all of the production stuff. So they can, they can do TV, games, theatre shows, well, and, and all that sort of stuff. There you go, there you go. Third paragraph underneath. Um, includes rights to movies, video games, board mm-hmm. games, merchandising, theme parks, and stage productions related to The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So lots, lots of stuff there. Obviously, we've got the TV... Uh, the t- the Amazon TV series coming. What is it? Is it like The One True Ring or something like that? Something, I can't like, something that, like that, yeah. yeah. Um... Which, okay, that's going to be pretty cool. If that's good, then they have got themselves a bargain. 772 million is is, is a fair chink, uh, chunk of change. But when you compare that to um, Bethesda, was mm-hmm. like 11 million or 9 million or whatever. I can't remember now. And then you've got Activision is six, uh, no, no, billion, should I say. And then Activision is 69 billion. Like, that is huge compared mm-hmm. to how much impact those films will have. I reckon you could make millions just re-releasing that every 10 years in on DVD and Blu-ray yeah, and whatever yeah. the future has in different formats. 4K, 8K versions, digitally upscaled, this, that, and the other. Yeah, there's different generations of people. Like, my brother has no idea what Lord of the Rings is. He's 16 years old. It was way, be, it was way before his time. That, that was hugely popular. But... I mean, I, I, I was old enough to watch it when it first came out and wasn't asked. I was like, it's not for me. Uh, partially because... Uh, Orlando Bloom was just being like fawned over everyone I was like nah, I'm not asking him. fuck mm. that I'm not watching some weird guy in tights <laughs> fuck this shit anyway it turned out when I watched it okay this is actually pretty decent this. don't tell anyone <laughs> yeah. don't tell anyone uh, but then they also had the games to go alongside it back then but obviously with, like, like we just talked about with the new series coming out very 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 soon if it's half decent there's probably going to be a season 2 there's going to be a season 3 and that's the thing if, it, if this is decent you can see it just going yeah because like 
The Witcher was big. And then it was, oh, it was five years old. Okay. It's, I mean, it's still, it's, it's a great game, yeah. Mm. Just, it's five years old. Uh, and then we get the Witcher TV series, and all of a sudden, everyone wants to play The Witcher again, and, and, and mm-hmm. like, CD Projekt go balls out with Cyberpunk. I mean, the balls up, Cyberpunk, mm. is probably the way of saying it. But still, so if that TV series is good... That 772 million suddenly is like a cha-ching. That's yeah. it, pocket change. We can make extra series. We can make spin-offs. We'll do another film that comes off the back of that mm-hmm. or something like that. So, yeah, absolute absolute bargain that for the Embracer Group. And the Embracer Group have a lot of cash. Um, <laughs> and the, the thing for me, though, is, is like they are buying up studios left, right, and centre. I just... I haven't seen anything from the Embracer Group yet, video game-wise, that makes me think... Wow. Well, like, in any sense of the word, in terms of, like, WoW could be the biggest, baddest game ever. It could just be something that's niche and takes over, like fucking Fall Guys or something that just... just Embrace Group haven't had their pop yet, but they're buying up so many different things from so many different areas that, that soon... A, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know who the Embrace Group are or haven't heard it, even at this point. I think that will, very, uh, will change very, very yeah. soon. Well, I think that's a tasty segue into the next article that revolves around the Embracer group. Sounds good to me. Nice. So, we did mention it briefly in that article. We do have a press release that we can jump into. So, as well as buying the full Lord of the Rings digital rights, the Embracer group have also picked up this. So, Embracer group enters into an agreement to acquire limited run games. You may not know who these are. We have mentioned them on the scoop a few times in the past. Uh, I don't think there's anywhere on the screen that we can yeah. go with them. I mean... Yeah, there we go. We got that'll help. Uh, so, Embracer Group AB, uh, or known as Embracer. I'll, I'll skip through this quite a bit. I'll just, I'll just start touching on the top bit, and then I'll go to the core bit, and we'll kind of like leave it there. Um, through its wholly owned subsidiary free mode has en- entered in an agreement to acquire limited run games or limited run uh, from its founders Josh Fairhurst and Douglas Bogart uh, limited run is a global leading collector focused publisher of physical video games with a strong brand establishing direct to consumer channels and owns the development technology carbon engine uh, that ports retro games to modern platforms I'll just jump into this comment as an avid collector I've admired limited runs collectors editions they've built a strong brand that resonates with players we see opportunities for limited run to further grow their business with the carbon engine by bringing back classic games and extend their footprint uh, footprint geographically through synergies with other companies within embracer group says lars wingerfors uh ceo of embracer group so we'll just leave it there you can Mm -hmm. see from the press release on screen uh, limited run games basically makes old games into new games Mm -hmm. they take classics um, or smaller games that are, are having just digital releases and they find ways to to deliver that to a physical audience, yeah. that, be that through special editions and the like. As such, it's collector's items for collectors. Um, and as you'd imagine, in, in video games, collecting is a very, very big thing. So it's something that's also very, very profitable. And if uh, if limited run games as a, li- a little company that's only been around for was it 2015? Yeah, 2015. They've been around seven years and they've already started to make a, themselves a little bit of profit. They've got themselves a name. They've worked with some brands. We've covered some of their stuff uh, that we've done uh, that they've done from a. Um, what's up? Is there issues with audio? I'm just double checking. Okay, okay. Um, so we've covered some of their stuff professionally through clients that we work with. I won't mention any names or anything, but they've they've done a lot in seven years. Yeah. Embracer Group have gone. Okay, well we own 
developers, we own publishers, we own all sorts of distribution arms across Europe. For those that don't know, Koch Media or now PlayOn um, do distribution for almost every company that you've ever, ever heard of in video <laughs> games. So most, most um, large publishers and developers, they will develop their own game, i.e. do all the coding, they will publish their game put it on discs, get it shipped around the world and so mm -hmm. on. But the shipping part is the distribution bit. And a lot of people, yeah, a lot of brands, even though they're big publishers and developers, don't have distribution arms across the world. You need to have uh, uh, logistics chains set up across all of America and all of Europe and into Asia and so on. Embracer Group have that. And so usually, even the biggest brands out there will use Embracer to, to distribute their games into Sweden or into Finland or, or, mm -hmm. or whatever. So they have all of those skills. And Embracer Group is already a very profitable business. Putting that on top of it just makes it easier to make money. So a, a very, very good purchase. Do you want me to uh, jump on to, to yours? Yeah. Yes, sir. So this is what uh, my next point was going to be about as to how profitable <laughs> this could potentially be for the Embracer Brew going forward. Like It was $770 million. Uh, obviously, it was in a, a SEK, which I think was eight point two billion or something like that. It makes it sound a Swedish a lot, corona. Yeah, uh, so it made it sound a hell of a lot more. But this is the kind of thing that limited games runs brings to the market. This is the limited ver uh, sorry the limited run version. Oh, start again. The limited runs games version of the Doom Classics collection, which for eighty dollars could get you. Well, it did get you uh, the original Doom, the floppy disk, <laughs> a load of art. Uh, keychain, steelbook editions and stuff like that. Stuff that nowadays people would be pining over because that kind of stuff, but way back then, like, I talked yesterday about how how old our demographic is. It's like 26 to 50 and overs, which is fantastic for us because we don't need to cater our audience when we talk about stuff like this. They obviously were around at the time. So the big box PC stuff way back when, that stuff doesn't really exist anymore. Unless you're going to car boot sales or you're finding somewhere that has that in stock, to find it in mint condition, you're probably not going to be able to do. But this is the kind of stuff that they used to be able to sell. So you would what have What is all the red your... thing? What, sorry? What is the red thing? Like left what of that? This? That, that yeah. Uh, that, I think that's a case for metal replica key card. There you go. Oh, there you go. So I, I, I didn't know I could click on this to make it bigger, actually. <laughs> um, but yeah, you've got that, that for £80 for someone who might not have been of an age where when Dune came out and they won't be able to have all of this stuff. This is the kind of shit that Limited Run put together. And they don't just do this for these now AAA games. They do this for everything. Um, so games that may not have had a massive deal made about them when they first came out, but now become cult classics. This is what they're doing for it. So I can see where what they're thinking in terms of, oh, if we buy this, put them in there, we might be able to, with our pull, be able to get even more games to be able to bring them back to the market again. But this it's, is what Limited Run are very good at. It's kind of a win-win as well, because you've got games that have massive appeal, like Doom. Huge mm -hmm. fan base across 30 years. Um, and then you'll take a game that's old and being redone, or it's the, uh, the Switch version kind of thing, yeah, and then you'll put an 80 quid price tag on it. Uh, so, so the software costs are pretty much not there. So, mm -hmm. it's the the costs of getting the the, the digital, um, not digital, the physical uh, comic books and the steelbook case and yeah. things like that. Once you've got all that together, at, at a quantity of I don't know five hundred, a thousand, whatever, ten thousand, whatever units they go for, um, 
then charging eight quid for it, it's still it's still a nice little bit of quids in because the, the software is pretty much free. It's, it's everything around it kind of mm-hmm. thing. So it's the amount of money that they could potentially work uh, work off this is nice. So yeah. now Embracer Group have gone, yeah, we'll, we'll take all that and we'll do it for even cheaper and we'll make even more profit. Thank you very much, yeah. Nice. Well, you just hope that the people who are obviously taking over limited run games are, which it sounds ridiculous me saying this now, but are just as passionate about retro games and bringing it to the market as obviously limited run were in the first place, which is obviously what made this company worth buying in the first place. I hope it's the case if they've not just taken over and the, um, where were the names? They had the names in here. Josh Fairhurst and Douglas Bogart. I hope they don't just boot them out and go, thank you. Yoink. I hope they keep them there and they keep the passion going. And if it's just a case of they 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 okay, we'll we'll share ourselves out, we'll get ourselves five years taking a bit off the top and then eventually we'll just leave the mm-hmm. company and pass it on. In that time I hope they they build that into something that people want to take with them. They want mm-hmm. to take that that same passion uh, going forward. Did someone just in there or did I just see something then? Someone just walked past the, oh. the door, yeah. Oh, okay. Um let me jump back to the chat quickly then. Um where do we go? 17 quid, uh, quid is a cuppa in Merry England. It's a pint in Skegga. Yeah, exactly. Ice cream up what's half that. I actually uh, watched something about Skegness the other day. There's a guy that I watch cars. on YouTube. What? Slapping cars. Slapping cars, yeah. <laughs> the old waltz. There's a guy called Walk with Tim and he was walking around Skegness and it actually looks really, really nice. I always thought it had a bad reputation, but it's, it looks fucking well nicer than Blackpool. It's one of those sort of like all seaside town places ultimately get a bad reputation even though quite often it's not a bad place like, yeah, like Morecambe's like, lovely like yeah once again another place that kind of often gets a dodge sort of reputation it's just because that's where you go and people always see tourism as seedy and everything mm. gets dragged down so so yeah Skeg is nice it's nice uh, horrible name though ain't it Skeggy yeah Skeg Vegas let's go oh. uh, uh, you shall not season pass. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, starting to drill, thinking about one. Oh, what? A hot beef sarnies with gravy? Oh, yeah. Yes, please. Uh, September looks amazing. I'm assuming that's the uh, Lord of the Rings series. Mm-hmm. Not watching some weird guy in tights from someone who had watched wrestling at some point before then. <laughs> hey, they were weird guys in underpants, actually. Uh, Streets of Rage t-shirt. Let's go. Nice. How are we doing, noob? Welcome in. Uh, breaking news. Embracer Group buys Jelly Media. All hail our new overlords. Nice. All Although, fun fact, that's Jelly Media, two words there, with a space and a capital There end. is actually another Jelly Media yeah. spelled like that. Separate company. <laughs> Separate company. It's not us. That's a different... We're just Jelly Media, one word. So they've not, they've not bought us, mate. Um, does that give THQ access to the Nemesis system, uh, Nemesis system for their games? And since they got the Lord of the Rings, or does Warner Brothers have that? No, it was a Warner, Warner. Brothers um, patented product so yeah it, it, they don't have access to that it's a, it's a WFB thing though. yeah exactly uh, Lake says Finland or whatever do you know what that was actually a good thing because this um, Embracer Group is a Swedish company and I started to in my head I was like let's let's name some Nordic territories and then I thought actually I'll just name Sweden because that's what it is so I went Sweden and then I thought actually it'd have been worse if it had gone Sweden Norway, uh, Iceland, <laughs> or whatever. I just named Never everyone else hard. around Finland. So I, I went from, do you know what? I'll just name Sweden. And I thought, oh, Lake's here as well. We'll throw out a Finland and everyone else can be the whatever. So you're welcome. Your you're screen welcome. is doing my head. I know. It's not even my screen. Fucking like four minutes or it's whatever It's less than that. It's about 30 seconds. <laughs> um, does that include Doom Tractor Edition? Because some Aussie farmer has got it to run on his tractor company. Yes, it does. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, some, some scuff brought it just to make... Mo- 
What? <laughs> I think he's missing an R. <laughs> Some scruff bought it just to make money. Bought what? Limited run? Fuck's sake, mate. I thought I did. originally when I seen that, I thought it said someone bought a scruff to make to make money. That's as what, in like That's what I was thinking. I thought I thought he was talking about someone bought scuff controllers. I was talking about mm. scuff controllers with Nietzsche just a little bit ago. Mm. Uh, in before Warner Brothers put Nemesis in multiverses. <laughs> How does that even work? <laughs> anyway, do you know what? We don't have time to discuss that. What we do have time, though, is... I think we just do this last one. Yeah, we'll jump into this news article. I can't even get it up on my screen. Can't get it up. I'm struggling to get it up. <laughs> now, this article from VG247 is written by who, Bib? Uh, it's written by Ush... Kunke? Usher, Usher. Boop, boop. Yeah, I think that's how it's about. Oshin Kukne. Oshin Kukne. Oshin Kukne. Conquer. I do apologise. Yeah, we apologise. I think every time we've named your name, we've, yeah, we've butchered it. Yeah, I, we just we just need them to say their name once. Yeah, and then we can run with it. Nice. Please, thank we'll you very much. We'll find them on Twitter. Uh, PUBG has raked in eighty thousand new users per day since going free to play. <laughs> right before you move on with this, very bold statement. Don't know who. Don't know who. Without looking at the rest of the article, don't know where these stats have come from. But as a base level. Fact, air quotes, do you believe this? No. Because I know your queue times are still fucking massive. So where are these 80,000 people coming from? I mean, what, how does that... Mm, is that like, okay, we got 17 million in the first few days and then we've had 12 more every day since. <laughs> but if you divide it, it works out as 80,000 per day. Because if that's the case, then I can see that. But there is definitely not 80,000 new people playing it every day. That's definitely not the case. It would have been like, wow! Yeah, absolutely. Mm. I think that's what it is. But anyway... We'll uh, find out. Yeah, if, if there was 80,000 new players per day, it wouldn't take five minutes to get a game on Destin, which it will have changed now because the new updates come out, so Destin is in standard rotation now, but still, there we go. 80,000 new, whereas 2,000 old left. Uh, just looked up Jelly Media accounts there. Company looks good. Well, there you go, mate. Yeah. There you go, mate. You've got, mm. got a pay for bib. Of course we do. Course Absolutely. We do. Uh, so, yes, jumping down. Um, and for those that care about companies earning more money, revenue is up too. Nice. So, mm. it sounds like PUBG has done pretty well for itself since going free to play, apparently bringing in roughly 80,000 new users a day. More and more live service games are going free to play, with PUBG having done so in January of this year and Fall Guys having done the same in June. A big part of that is likely to bring in uh, more players, especially because... Uh, all of the big successful live service titles like Apex Legends and Destiny are free to play. And according to developer Crafton's preliminary earnings report for the first half of 2022, PUBG going free to play has certainly helped. The report uh, that since going free to play in January, the report states that since going free to play in January, PUBG has seen a steady inflow of more than 80,000 new users per day. To give you an idea of how many new players that is, PUBG went free to play 214 days ago, meaning over 17. What the fuck? I said 17 million players a minute ago. <laughs> what? Uh, over 17 million new players have signed up to play the game. That's obviously a huge amount of players, and it's more than likely that most of them hasn't stuck around as, uh, as regular players. But whether or not all of those users are sticking around or not likely doesn't matter, as the report also states that the average revenue per user increased more than 20% quarter on quarter. PUBG Mobile continues to do well, and we'll stop there, because we mm. don't need to worry about any of the other games that they've got. So, yeah, well done, Graham, for being bang on the money. I literally said 17 million uh. just a second ago. I'd not read this article before. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, like, it was the most obvious thing that PUBG needed to do to inject some new life back into the game. You don't have to pay 15 or £20 or whatever it was, make it free to play, and then see 
what kind of how many people walk through the door and I don't believe for a second that they had 17 million in their eyes I don't believe no one in that company wrote down how many new people would be coming through like you said they've literally just taken 17 million and divided by how many days it's been free to play for they managed to come up with that number which is great but I don't think it's realistic it is kind of misleading um, but it's still a fact at the same time I think I do th- it's it's definitely a big game I think I think 17 million people, obviously it's a fact, it's there in numbers, it exists, the number exists. I feel like there's 17 million people now, or more, 17 million more, that have PUBG in their accounts that can log on and play it whenever they want. They won't. Yeah. They just won't. So so I still feel like PUBG has done incredibly well. I do feel like there is a lot of content decisions that could have been done and should have been done and still won't be done better that would ensure there'd be more players worldwide that would jump into the game or keep coming back to the game and i feel like it's too late for that as well now i was yeah. i was, I was we we're talking we were talking about super people this morning so for anyone that saw the stream title last night because everyone was playing super people yesterday all, all i say everyone you go to like the the the, the large american european whatever pubg streamers they were all they were all dipping into super people yesterday so my stream title last night was like not super people just superb people nice uh because we were there was me there was lots of Nietzsche and Neil superb guys let's go um so yeah but in all the conversations around super people super people has something that PUBG doesn't have and that is a lack of availability the fact that super people has been around for two three four five six weeks and then disappeared for three months and now it's back for two weeks and then it's going to disappear again means that people are shit i need to play this before it goes PUBG now is just always there and not getting better fast enough or not improving fast enough or is improving in ways that people might not want it so it's Mm -hmm. losing its original br flavor and stuff like that um there's all sorts of angles some people will like it some people won't but for me that is all great news, and PUBG will continue to do incredibly well. Uh, the game's not close to shutting up shop by yeah. any stretch. It's earning a ton of money, but it won't ever be what PUBG was until they reinvent, aka get a sequel. So. Do you think, well, this, this might be a bit harsh of me to be able to say, but do you think, and this is my general feelings of it, do you think that PUBG Mobile is still propping up PUBG itself? In terms of how much money that it's making hand over fist, because I do believe, for you before you give me your conclusion, I do believe that if they didn't have the mobile version of the game, the amount of money that would be coming through their door would wouldn't even be anywhere close to what they're achieving with PUBG Mobile now. Uh, possibly, possibly. Uh, PUBG Mobile will, is is raking it in, absolutely raking it in. Uh, second in sales among global mo- uh, global mobile games, and we already know that mobile games earn a shit ton, and that's the second highest grossing game in the, the world. What the first is? Any, any idea? Genshin, hmm. Garena Free Fire. That might, I, I think Garena might be up there. Maybe. I don't, I'm, oh, let's let's Google. Look. So, so second to that. So that's definitely absolutely churning it. But it has said that, that um, revenue per user has gone up 20% as well. So uh, PUBG is always up there. In terms of Steam charts, it's always like in the top 10-ish games. It might drop down, but then it'll drop back up to top two. Uh, Arena of Valor, apparently. But that PUBG's not even in second on that one. So is that is that of all time or is that this year or? Uh, I imagine of all time. List of highest grossing mobile games. But even then, PUBG's in the top five, according to Wikipedia. Obviously, we're not taking this as gospel, but Arena of Valor is pissing it. So I can't imagine that being any dropping down the list. PUBG is in the top five and I can see the top nine. 
it's the youngest game in the top 11. There you go. You can see 11. 2018, every other game was released in in 2016 or older. So they've all had at least two years older. There we go. Genshin, Genshin. Impact in 12. So the other games in the top 10 have all had an extra two years at least on PUBG. And PUBG's mm -hmm. already in four. Another 10 cent game that will be in Arena of Valor or Honor of King, depending on where you are in the world. Pissing it. Absolutely. So, so I mean... The mobile game has made 14 billion, 14.6 billion. Fuck. That's, that's <laughs> enough to buy fucking uh, Bethesda straight off the boop. There you go. And have some change as well. Sheesh. Outrageous. So, so, so yeah, don't, that's, uh, that, that was PUBG. That was actually the top one. PUBG's made about 8 billion or whatever it was. Still, big old chunk of money. Yeah. Uh, that's the mobile game. The, the PC and console games, it was something like, wasn't it like 50-50? We saw some stats and it was like, if you add PC and console, it's kind of like one-to-one -one for mobile spend. So with that, if they've earned 8 billion off of mobile, you've got to think they've earned 8 billion off PC and console. Yeah. So with that, they're still earning a shit ton of money. I think they... Mm -hmm have the ability to make more mistakes having PUBG Mobile in the bag. That's like a free hit. For, yeah. for, you get, you're allowed to make one mistake and then the other one you feel. It's almost like that kind of thing. So they, they, and, and you can tell they're allowed to make one mistake because there's so many of them. Yeah, that's <laughs> I, just, I just still, I find, I find it bizarre that they don't have the same, like PUBG Mobile has so much more going for it in terms of Battle pass systems and all the other dailies and stuff like that. Yeah, like, like it's crazy. It's, I hate comparing it to Fortnite because they are genuinely not the same game. They're just in the same genre. But again, Fortnite, this like it's bigger than it has ever been. And why is that? They've catered towards the anime audience and brought in Dragon Ball Z. Like I have not seen. I, I'm gonna cop Goku. I need Goku in my life. I was a big Dragon Ball Z fan growing up. So like having that. It didn't pique my interest because I was already interested in playing Fortnite. I'm, already, I'm still playing Fortnite whenever I can be asked. But it's one of those things like anime fans might not have ever played it before. But lo and behold, you've probably got one of the biggest anime franchises is 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 a franchise yeah, it it's, and it's huge as well like that's that's another brand that's like 20 30 years a fucking screen 20 <laughs> to 30 years old and it's still going strong not just for the people that watched Dragon Ball back then but new audiences yeah, are consuming yeah. it now so it's, it's, it's a crazy. Big, big old crossover the, the closest PUBG's got to that and I think it's today I could be wrong it might not be today is Assassin's Creed mm -hmm. PUBG has just got Assassin's Creed skins in the game <laughs> what, uh, the pink pie are you saying that that wasn't that didn't transcend pajama pie no pajama no, pie sorry yeah. no. No, but, but like they, it started off strong we got Suicide Squad skins 25 quid a throw. Yeah. No, thank you. Yikes. Um, but then we started to get like, what was the uh, Blackpink or something like that, which mm. was a Korean girl group. And then we got Son Hyung Min, who's a Korean footballer. And then there was a Korean basketballer. You can see there's a pattern here. Yeah. So uh, now, yeah, but that's it. Now we get to the point where we have Assassin's Creed skins, which is very European and American open mm -hmm. uh, and Neymar which is a, an, an American obviously Southern American but an American footballer playing on a European football team that's good uh, continental spread there so I just hope that those skins sell well enough that PUBG go oh actually maybe we don't just need to make Korean only skins maybe actually catering to everyone mm. would be good so that would be that would be nice then so hopefully we get a little bit of that dragon ball is only one year younger than me exactly mm. that's what i mean like i said i did say 30 odd years ish or whatever so. Yeah, i'm 31 so yeah there you go um 
I wonder if I'm still included in PUBG's player base since I haven't played it in about five years because of the hackers on the PC at that time. <laughs> nice, there you go. No 25 quid, no, no. it will set you back. What, for the uh, Assassin's Creed pack? That doesn't pack? surprise me at all. Like, I really want it. I really want it. It was the Joker that was in there. The Joker and Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn. And it was 25 quid for the Joker. And I'm like, yeah, it for was... a game that I very rarely played, you know what? It... it, tw it and that's where Fortnite gets it right. You can buy the full... You can buy a skin. You want Kylo Ren, nine quid. Uh, you want Kylo Ren plus his, his lightsaber, plus his back bling, plus his... Uh, be 14.99. And 14.99 is a chunk of cash, but when that's everything in it, you're like, okay, well, that's... Uh, but when it's 25 quid, you're like, that's, that's, a, that's, that's more than PUBG cost me <laughs> for the entire game. What? Damn. I mean, and obviously it's free to play now. We're talking about when I bought it for the Xbox kind of thing. But um, to be fair, I think 25 quid would have bought me for PC and Xbox at the prices that I paid for it at the time. Uh, got it for you on PlayStation. Shout, yeah, yeah. shout out to the boys at PlayStation. Let's go. Let's go. We, you know what it's saying. Nice, nice, nice. So if anyone wonders why I play PUBG on PlayStation, it's because I'm easily sold. Nice. <laughs> Purchased. Take me away. Uh, Assassin's Creed today. There you go. Sheesh. 25 quid. Ooh. I mean, I, I, was, I was in my brain. I was like, I'm just going to buy it because it's a recognisable skin. But if it's 25 quid, that's that's a recognisable hole in my wallet. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it absolutely is, though. But for the amount of time that you play PUBG... You you will be getting value for money from that. Yeah, so I mean that's the that's the that's the. I don't throw money into PUBG. I haven't put money into PUBG for about eight months now, and that when I did, there was like some, I don't know if it was Black Friday sale last year, and it was like you can get your G coin fifty percent off if yeah. you buy a bundle or something. So I bought the bundle knowing that that would pay for my next two or three season passes, which I think might have just run out. At, on this season pass, so now I'm out of it. Um, I've got two, I've got enough G-Con to last me like two season passes. <laughs> Twelve days later. So, yeah, I, I'm not against putting money into it, but I also don't throw shitloads of money at it. But I would be I would be more interested in putting 25 quid into one skin than I would be putting 25 quid into contraband coupons for contraband crates or the hunter's chests or whatever they call that get your skins out. I, I must say that that chest stuff I thought was actually really good because there was a skin set that I wanted to buy. I got lucky in the fact that the way the chests work is you open up a chest and you get a, basically a blueprint for a skin um, or a set of skins. It could be a helmet, it could be a head bit, it could be a full costume, it could be a vehicle or whatever. And the, the complexity of it depends on how many credits it costs you to craft that. And you get credits by opening up other blueprints that you don't want, you disassemble it into credits. Um, anyway, I was going to buy the skin set and didn't have to because I got the imprint or the blueprint it's called the imprints but uh, I got the imprint for it and then got enough credits from selling me other imprints so I'll, this set's just saved me like 12 quid from buying it Cha-ching, this is actually not that bad mm -hmm. and then after a while you realise that there is digital scarcity in there and the fact that they go here's a key for one of your crits here's a key for one of your crits here's a key for one of your crits and you sat there with like all these keys no crits <laughs> <laughs> and it's like oh, I can get the crits using my BP nice uh, I've got I always have about 100,000 BP because whenever it goes on I just spend a shitload on crates or whatever 100,000 BP I'll spend that 5,000 BP on one crate you spend that 5,000 BP and then another 5,000 it'll take you weeks to get that back kind of thing so you're like oh, okay well my BP's gone now Oh, I can spend money on it now, can I? And that's when it comes in. It's like, ah, I see it now. I see it now. It's the so, long game, but you get there eventually. At first, I was like, this is actually pretty cool. Yeah, mm. not too bad, not too bad. But then there's an event where you get like four keys a week, one crate. Mm. So, and that's the thing. They keep all loading it. And it used to be the other way around. It's quite funny because PUBG got rid of um, 
their crates or their focus on crates because they used to on PC you'd get the crates and you'd have to buy the keys with cash so you'd end up with shitloads of crates and no keys and you have to buy the keys off the store now it's the other way around they give you shitloads of keys and you have to buy the crates instead oh genius yeah we know it's goal post moved yeah so it's not genius it's bad we don't like loot crates get the fuck out of here so 25 quid I would rather spend 25 quid knowing that I'm going to get Ezio and who's the other one is it Altair or something like that I'm not familiar with um, so I, if I knew I, I was get- actually for Valhalla in Curry's ten pound for the PS5 version of Assassin's Creed, which is probably hundred percent worth picking up. Bargain, ten quid. Ten quid from Curry's at the moment. Um, it's now twenty-two. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to wrap it up there. Thank you very much, everyone. Uh, before I, I will finish off that that thought process i would rather spend 25 quid on one guaranteed pack of two or three skins knowing what i'm going to get especially if it's from a high value brand like assassin's creed rather than spending 25 quid on contraband coupons and getting jack shit that's from a pajama party it's not for me (laughs) no no Um, thank you i haven't opened any of my chests yet i also had a free decent flapjack dude on fortnite nice Uh, big fan of flapjacks let's go that flapjack dude's decent (laughs) uh 10 pound cheaper than scuffs postage goths (laughs) a little bit expensive Expensive. Anyway, we are going to disappear. Thank you for joining us for today's stories. We didn't get through them all. We have information on a cancelled Iron Man game and Dead Island 2's release date has potentially leaked coming February the 3rd, 2023. We'll give you those stories tomorrow. Well, I say we will. Bib will. I won't be uh, around tomorrow. Uh, so I won't be in for the scoop. But let's join us for those stories and more. Nice. I want to remind you as well that I am going to be in Germany next week, so I won't be around. Also, next Tuesday, there won't be a scoop uh, because... Baby's doing top secret things yeah. that we can't tell you about. NDA so, motherfuckers. Yeah, NDA baby. So we have, do you know what? Just the other day, someone was like, what's next for ICU? And I was like, I don't know. We've done tournaments. We've done community meetups. We've done subathons. I don't know what's next. Well, I'll tell you what's next is trips to Germany and secret NDA shit. <laughs> That's what's next. We can't tell you what it is though. So yeah, we'll, we'll, you'll find out soon though. Um, uh, love Dead Island I just love the trailer for Dead Island forget yeah. the rest of the game I mean what was it Go Simulator that recreated it because it was that iconic oh I was I wasn't even on about that one I was on about the first Dead Island like the reverse one right. kind of thing but yeah that, that one and the Go Simulator one GG's nice uh, but we are going to disappear thank you everyone for joining us we appreciate you uh, do stick around we are going to raid one of our friends yeah. do it do it stick around you get 250 sprinkles for joining the raid and we get to help someone else out we are going to disappear Bibi will be back at 10am ish tomorrow I will be back at 10am ish on Saturday for some gameplay and then that will be it for me for a full week because I'll be out of the country but I'll be back on the Saturday after probably playing games nice nice before any of that happens though Mr Bib is there all you'd like to add Uh, yes as always guys you should know the vibe by now you want to help shape the show find us on discord any of our social media content platforms alright Tyson Um, (laughs) all we need from you is a URL plus your false impressions we will then give you our false impressions or I will give you my false impressions tomorrow at 10 a.m. Sunday it's going to be 50-50 whether or not I'm going to be streaming no because it's Mike's uh, wedding and I'm a groomsman on Saturday so that is probably going to be a little bit meh Uh, do you know what Bibby's not going to be Bibby's not 181 out of 190 subs I saw that and then what just happened Uh, Nietzsche has decided to gift 9 to make it to 200 like the big goth that he is to 190 (laughs) (laughs) Nietzsche one nine zero. Yeah, there you go. What a guy! Thank you. Legend. The, the downside is: does that mean that we get the? Um, 
Do -do -do -do. I got five on it. But we don't what? get to hear it. Fuck. Uh, I heard it. I got nine on it. <laughs> there you go. Thank you very much, Nietzsche. I love Legend. you. Love you. Uh, if you got a gift and stuff from Nietzsche, do feel free to thank him. I won't run through the, the names as we do have to make waves because we've got meetings in, uh, well, now. Should have had meetings 20 minutes ago, but we've got 18 minutes to go. Mm -hmm. So that's it from us. Have yourselves a beautiful day. Maybe we'll see you tomorrow. I'll see you on Saturday. And until then, stay frosty. <laughs> nice.